You're listening to FPL at the Curry House, the place to find all your FPL tips, points, and news. Good evening and welcome to FPL at the Curry House. Um, we're here to talk about Game Week 4 and every exciting Game Week 4, that is, and a transfer deadline day special, so I'm really excited about this one. Um, we are live from a Curry House in the Czech Republic, which is why we're called that. Not a bad Czech Republic. It's 6.30 here, so we've got four and a half hours left in the transfer window. I'm here with Dan and Kostya and Luke, as normal. How do we start this, boys? <clears throat> Should we go on from the results from last week, go on to the team performance, talk about next week's fixtures, and then finalise with the, the deadline day? So we talk about last week's, or this weekend's games? Yep. What, a, what an amazing weekend. I'm here with a Chelsea fan, he's, he's shaking his head for some reason, I'm not really sure why, but Luke, do you want to pick up the first game? Chelsea, yeah. Crystal Palace? Yeah, I mean, we won a game, that was good. <laughs> uh, I think there's a fair few of us that still had Timo, maybe yep. myself and you. <clears throat> Basis off the jersey last week, I couldn't get rid of him, but uh, lo and behold, uh, two goals from Jorginho, one from Zuma, one from Chilwell. Clean sheet for the first time since forever. Uh, and Averts with an assist, which I think Kostya you'll be happy with because you finally did something. I mean, I I had I replaced Son for him, so okay, so maybe not. Um, in the end, I'm not so happy. But <laughs> at the same time, I want to comment on Jorginho's penalty style, penalty taking style. The way he hops before taking a penalty is just hilarious. He makes this like one meter leap. And then he just shoots it and he's just funny to watch. And did you know he's only missed one penalty in his professional yeah. career? Yeah, Hops given the jump and that, actually does something. And that was the one that we, a couple that of weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we called that out when he wasn't here, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to say about this game, I, I didn't watch it, but I checked the scores halfway through and saw, saw Chelsea 3-0 up. And I thought Werner had definitely bagged something for me. And I was a bit disappointed when I logged in and saw that he'd done nothing again. How do you feel about that, Luke? He, he seems a bit lost. I feel a bit sad about it. Uh, you can see him trying to make runs and cut inside, but he does, he does look a bit yeah, lost. That's what I can describe it. Like when he's moving on the pitch, you see on YouTube uh, and Leipzig what he used to do for them and just cut inside and shoot from wherever. Here he's a bit all over the place. So, I mean, hopefully he actually produces results. Uh, again, I, like, if, if I wasn't a Chelsea fan, I would have taken Werner out. Uh, the game after the international break of South Africa. So I reckon I'm going to try one more week, and if not, but he's gone you, you keep saying that though. Yeah. And hopefully the jersey that you got has kind of <laughs> locked you down for another couple of weeks, and he does nothing. But can we move on. To, I know Dan's kind of taken it upon himself to to represent Everton uh, during this season so far. But it'd be unfair to give this to them because we actually have a Brighton fan sat with us to talk about this game. Everton Brighton Kostya. That was sad. I mean. I was hoping that Brighton would be the ones to stop or at least put out a fight, but it just, just didn't work out. Hamas was amazing. They just they had chances, and they didn't have that many chances, they just like scored whatever they got. And then Brighton, uh, Maupai again. again four, is that four and four? I think it is. And he's, he, I think he went through two prize uh, riders already, mm. but still, he's, he's under 7 million, he's super cheap. And then Bisuma, finally, Your man. Uh, finally, after <laughs> blanking three game weeks in a row, missing one, getting, no, sent, off. getting sent off, he's finally, di- he's finally did something. But not only that, his goal was just amazing. I didn't see he, that. Like, he controlled it with his chest at like 20 meters and just smashed it. 
Yeah. It was it was amazing. It was just. But otherwise, I mean, uh, Calvert Lewin scored again. He did score again, but then Dan, do you want to pick up on the on the on the, on the Everton part because these have been your boys so far this this season. They have been for some reason. You have kind of adopted them a little bit. I think I have. I've, I've been watching them quite closely, and it's like I've had Hammers in the squad now for three. I think I've had him from the beginning, and he's scored me points every single game. Uh, I had him in this time. I was I'm in an hour about captaining him. I was like the way he's been playing. I was like, do you know what? Against Brighton, it's worth a punt, and I forgot to do it. I changed it last minute, and uh, he ended up getting me 18 points. So I've had Calvert Lewin in as well. So DCL week over week has been scoring me points. So I was like, I had two two Everton assets in my squad, and collectively they scored me 24 points this week. Now I've got the same two. I've got I've got Hammers and DCL and. And obviously, there's got the same amount of points because I didn't captain either. Twenty-four points for a midfielder and a striker is. But what we think about Everton, we we keep saying this like there's something special going on there. They made another big signing today. I can't remember who, but it's a twenty-five million defender from Norwich. Doesn't sound that exciting, but you spend twenty-five million on someone, it's got to mean something. You look at the form they're in. It's it's what we said last week, and we called it the week before. They haven't gone for big money signings. They've brought in talent. They've brought in experience. Like you bring in Hammers into, I think Hammers can fit in pretty much any Premier League midfield. Yeah. And he just dominates the midfield. You can see he brings in that that skill that he has. He has he could literally put the ball at your feet from from any pass. But then he also scores as well. And so he gets the opportunity if you put him in front of the goal from within twenty five yards. He's taking a shot and he's more than likely to score. But speaking of Everton, and this Justin, um, not, ju- not Justin from Leicester, but this Justin, <laughs> Bernard, probably going to Rome on, on a, a season long loan. loan. Um, I don't think it'd be a great miss considering what they've added, but... Actually it, makes sense, I think. And another one, Justin, as well, Gwendozi has joined her, her to Berlin for a season on loan. Gwendozi leaves Arsenal. So this is... Yeah, this is real time. We are live from the Curry house. <laughs> there is no, no Curry yet. But you can find us on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter, can't you, Luke? You can. Just search Curry House and see what happens. No. <laughs> at, 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 at FBL Curry on Instagram, at FBL Curry on Twitter. Uh, there's a fair bit of banter. I think we've just actually posted our setup for this evening so you can see what it, what it looks like with a couple of beers trying to figure out. Yeah. Back to your question. I mean, we can move to the next fixture, but I think Everton versus Liverpool, the Merseyside derby after the international break, will really show us. I don't think they've been tested properly yet. I think if they, if Everton can come back with their players not really injured and actually do something decent in a Merseyside derby, I think that'll freak people out because that fixture has been uncompetitive for the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah, like for, a long time. for a long time. Yeah. And, and obviously we'll, we'll speak about Liverpool in a lot more yeah. detail a bit later, but, but I think from Everton's point of view, they wraps out quite nicely. Dan, you've got something to say? But yeah, you're looking at Bernardo, I don't think it'll be a big miss in at all. Because like he got pushed into more of a left back role, so he was playing left back for quite a while. And so like, yeah, Vinya playing left back, and on the left you have Richarlison is playing more of a, a left winger role I th- at the I moment. Think he's injured, but he, he came on. He was on for like half an hour, and then they signed Awobi as well. So he signed him from Arsenal. Yeah, he's, 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 been, he's, well. been yeah. For, he's been there for a season now. Yeah. yeah. So Bernard doesn't really fit in that squad, so no. it's not going to be a big miss to them at all. What's another big miss is City this yeah. season so far. Yeah. I mean Leeds and first game when they had put up a really good fight to Liverpool, I was like, probably, you know, how like how it happens. A new team from championship, they're not used to them. Underestimate probably somewhere. Like I, I could see some, like somebody like Trent just being there, ah whatever, some guys from championship I'm better. And I mean Leeds has been playing quite well and 
they have so many cheap assets like fantasy football wise so it's actually pretty cool but then city is just a mess it's they, are. Mm, they don't are. know what they're doing at the moment so if you look at the stats from the city Leeds game I was like, I made that mistake of again, trusting in Kevin De Bruyne. Yep. Yeah. Making him a captain, he's playing against Leeds. City had 48% possession and they had one shot on target. Now I've done, done the same, I kept in KDB. But in fairness, my vice captain was Jimenez, so you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make much difference. But, but I brought in Mares as well, so I thought, okay, the link up between De Bruyne and Mares, they've got to do something. No, no disrespect to Leeds at all, but 13 shots off target they had. I saw this early on that De Bruyne is like eight minutes in De Bruyne has smashed the crossbar and I thought oh he's, he's got a taste for this today we're going to get some points but nothing else happened and Leeds in fairness they went one nil down they get the heads down they got a goal back yeah. and I saw there were a number of saves from Edison he got six saves so if anybody's got him uh, I mean there's points in the saves but they were lucky not to lose and it, it does beg the question like I mean, in game week two, I moved things around to get De Bruyne in because I remember what happened last season and I, I wonder if you actually start to question City assets at the moment or if you just try to hold on. It's... I had a whole strategy about getting De Bruyne in from like game week zero, let's say. I had Aubameyang, week with a 12 million, get De Bruyne with 11.5, extra like point, Make sure half, half a million, million yeah, yeah. somewhere else. And I had it like all planned. And when I saw their first game, I was like, okay, I'm not going to have De Bruyne. And I'm very, very happy about not putting him in. On the other hand, I think Ederson, as Luke just said, is... I mean, you know those like, expensive keepers... But you, want, like, you want a clean sheet from a keeper. Yeah. So Saves is one thing, yeah. but you want a clean sheet. It's only four teams that kept a clean sheet this weekend. Another thing about this game, though, is Sterling. I think he's, he's the top goal scorer of 2020 so far. I think. I might be wrong in saying that. He's scoring consistently, plus City haven't got a striker, so they're playing him as a lone, lone front man. And his goal was amazing. He went, he passed I mean, two, two defenders and just smashed it bottom corner, like amazing. From an FPL point of view, we don't care how it goes in, if it goes it's in, true. not only FPL. It's just in, yeah. That's what she said. Should we talk about Newcastle game? We should. Someone should. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really want I'll to. I'll take it, I'll take it actually. <laughs> so when we were speaking at our first episode this season, we were mentioning three assets from Newcastle, right? We spoke about Colin Wilson, we spoke about Ryan Fraser, we spoke about St. Maxim. And so far, those three players are constantly delivering. I, I haven't seen anyone else from Newcastle. I'm, I mean, Andy Carroll is pretty visible. Well, he's not playing. Yeah, but he's big, so you, 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 just really yeah, you can see him from yeah, the bench. You, you yeah. can see him at the yeah, bench. You're talking to the wrong person here, because yeah. I think I dwarf Andy Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> but to be, to be honest, we called out all those three players to be key attacking assets for Newcastle and so far they're doing so. So And Andy, if you're listening, mate, it's nothing personal. You just should have eaten your greens when you're growing up. Yes. And how many of us actually put those assets in the squad? I did. So we never took week, them out. We're giving advice. We're not following our own advice and we're, we're bearing the... The best advice I could give if you listen to us on this podcast is just to take our advice because we probably won't. We talked about Wilson in game week one. I think he scored four goals already and he's like... Yeah. Six, seven million. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I had him in my initial setup and then took him out after game week two when he didn't score, which was hasty. But you know, I had sent Maxim, but he got injured, so I, I, I had to move him out. And now he's he got a goal and assist. He got a goal and assist. But yeah. overall, I think Newcastle is, is all right. I remember last year, I was just like, I wasn't actually looking at them, I was like, well, Newcastle just like stay away. But so far, I mean, they're quite good. And then this known 
pair of Callum Wilson and Ryan Fraser is just seems to make sense. Should we move on to the next one? I know this is going to make one of us very happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ben? I think I'll pick this one up. Leicester nil, West Ham 3. I watched the whole of this game and I watched the whole of it in slow motion because it was amazing. <laughs> we, Leicester, Leicester were nowhere. Jamie Vardy had the least touches of any player on the pitch. West Ham absolutely bossed it. Antonio bullied the, the back three, bullied them. I felt bad for them. They, they needed, looked like they needed help. Um, Cresswell bagged two assists, kept a clean sheet. I, I tipped Masuaku a couple of weeks ago for doing that, and Cresswell stepped into it. Bowen scored again. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, you, can, you can all see what the stats were there. I think that one thing that hasn't been said here, and, and I don't think it's any credit where it should be due, and I, I, I kind of feel a bit reluctant saying this, but David Moyes came in to save West Ham when we let go of our manager a couple of years ago, Village. Um, and he done that, and then we let him go and brought in Pellegrini. Then he coming again to save us, mm. and now he's in, he's got an imbalanced squad and he's doing bits with it. It took he's taken the, the end of last season. We're doing okay. The start of this one, barring the uh, game against Newcastle, to beat Wolves four 0 and Leicester three 0 is pretty significant. Mm. Not only that, he's converted Cresswell to a centre back. He's playing in the middle of middle uh, middle of a uh, back three. Antonio is a centre forward and Masuaku is an attacking left midfielder, which is, I mean, he's, he's, done, he's done some wonders there. One shout out, I need to say, because we are broadcasting from the Czech Republic, we brought in Suchek at the, uh, at the start of last year, who was amazing. He suggested that we should go and get his mate, Sufal. Kofal. No, that's how English say it, but Sufal, come on. <laughs> you, you've lived here long enough to know how, uh, how it's pronounced. Bless you. I had that checked by, by a native speaker yesterday, by the way, because the uh, commentator was getting on my nerves, so I knew it wasn't pronounced that way. <laughs> and he, he, we, we picked up a right-back, 28-year-old, in his prime, that's played uh, international uh, football for the Czech Republic and Champions League football for 5.4 million. And the guy looks tasty. Um, he got the yellow card. Yeah, that's fine. You know, he's I'll, t- stuck I'll take that. But yeah, but he, he, he's like Zabaleta with pace. Okay. When I saw that sign, I was questioning. I was like, 28 year old coming from the Czech Republic. He came from Sparta Prague, I think it was. Slavia. Oh, Slavia Prague. His, his questionable sign. I was like, okay, he's 28. But he actually came in a bus, to be fair. Yeah, so I could keep talking about this game. But I'm happy with the three points. I'm happy with the clean sheet. I'm happy with the performance. It's a, it's a great game. So I think it sums up that Ben is a very happy person. Yeah, I'm a happy person. From from an FBL point of view, I overlooked Antonio at the start of the season because I thought he was Mm one-off. But he's carried on scoring. And Bowen, I think, is another one to watch out for. An attacking midfielder that two goals last game, one goal this game, always involved. And and look at what he was doing for whole last year. He's, he's a threat and he's quite cheap. And so I don't know, uh, Masawaku, does, did he start that game? Because you called him he out did. last yeah, time yeah, on the pod, yeah. so he probably got he, six points or something, five, yeah, six points for the clean sheet. He got six points. Last week he got 12 points. Um, he's, he, they're, so they're playing with a back five, but they're playing with Crestwell as a left back. They're kind of converted into a, to a centre back, but covering the left. And then Masawaku frees him up to go forward. Mm. So it's, mm. it's kind of nice what they're doing. But it means that Masawaku is like an attacking threat more than anything. Like you were saying last year, with Lundstrom get people yeah. playing out of position yeah. Yeah. and this, this is this is the key for me and, and uh, you, you mentioned that last week it almost sounds like we know what we're talking about that's unreal but we don't follow our own affairs but I did on this occasion I picked up 18 points in two weeks so I'm happy with that nice that's good. you're happy speaking of people that are unhappy I think Dan anytime Southampton win any type of game is unhappy 
Uh, one thing I'm happy about is Carl Walker Peters. 4.5. You're not happy about him? No. Why not? Because I made Jock, <clears throat> after debating with myself, question yes. whether to bring in a Southampton asset, I've always said no. You guys are bringing them in, they've been scoring you points. I was like, you know what? I'll bite the bullet to get some points in the FPL game week. I brought in a Southampton asset and he got me two points. The player that I removed got 16. So who are those two players? I refuse to tell you because I'm not sharing. I will never be adding a Southampton player again. But the Southampton player I did bring in was Danny Ings. And the one you took out was? I'm not going to tell you because it's just embarrassing. Sounds like Jack Grealish. <laughs> Sounds like you can't move a midfielder for a strike. Anyway, that was a really boring game, guys. So should we move on to the next one? But let's just talk about the Masawaku tip from last week. The week before was also that Carl Walker-Peters. 5.6 points, 4.5 mil defender. If you're looking for someone to feel like your squad is cheap, pick him. Because I picked him since game week two, and he's done bits since then. Uh, but we should probably move on. Oh, no, no, I want to shout out somebody else. McCarthy, the keeper for Southampton. Ah, yeah, true. He's Plain cheap game. and he's picking up points. Now, Southampton are one to watch for clean sheets. They're, they're, yep. they're tight at the back. Yeah, three saves and a clean sheet, so interesting. And McCarthy got two bonus points as yep. well, actually. A few saves. Because he's quite good. Yeah, well. That's why they Questionable, have... that is. That's why they have clean sheets. Anyway. You don't have clean sheets. But if, if, if we look at my... I played a back three this week, Kostya, and my back three come up with 12 points. How did your back four get on? <laughs> <laughs> um, they did get negative points. Uh, minus three, to be precise. But <laughs> Who did you have at the back? I had Robertson, Van Dijk, Doherty, and Louis Dunk. So wow. I have two players getting zero points, and then a yeah, the minus two and a minus, minus one. one and minus two. Sounds Just, like he got dunked. I still got <laughs> slam dunked. <laughs> Space Jam up in here. <laughs> Let's talk about Arsenal, Sheffield United. I think Sheffield suck. They really do. They have a, what happened to them? Four game weeks, no it's goals. Second season one bounce. Goal. One second, goal, second season bounce syndrome, isn't it? Yeah. One thing that was really frustrating for me about this game is I was, I was really contemplating putting Bellerin in and I didn't do it. I Two thought, assists and three bonuses. I thought he was going to go. I thought he was going to leave. Arsenal got a bit of a tricky run of fixtures, but Bellerin is, is playing as a kind of attack, uh, attacking right midfielder. Since he... Because he, he had a, very, a really serious injury last year. I think it was his ACL. And since then... When it's Andy Carroll. <laughs> almost. Since he came back, and like after the um, after the break as well, he's just amazing. He's he's like I mean he's probably one of the fastest fullbacks in, in England right now. In the world, maybe even that. And he's just he's just amazing. But also what I want to point out is Aubameyang has finally blanked. That's good because it helped make your decision. Exactly, that's what happened. So I moved him out of my team. Oh, before this, he blanked last week as well, mate. No, I think no, he, he got, got like, an assist. He got, he got an, an assist. assist last he got an assist. Week. Which is as good as a blank, but you know. But if you look at Arsenal, the, the way they're playing at the moment, Arsenal are currently playing a five, five of the back formation, which means that they're, they're not playing left back, right back, they're playing wing backs. Correct. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying about Bellerin, he's picking yeah. up the wing back position. You've got him, but he's got the pace to get forward, and you've got to give it to him. Willian has still got the pace as well to track back if Bellerin wants to go forward. Is that since he left the black eye piece? Yeah, it is since he left the black eye piece. So it's like William will come back. Bellerin will go forward and these guys can just rotate up and down because they've got the pace to recover yeah. as well. And I think that's what that's I think that's what they need this season. They need the pace going forward. Don't get me wrong, you've got like the likes of Aubameyang and everyone going forward, but you need the wingers to keep up with them as well. 
because they need to be playing the balls up front to him. I think another interesting thing about Arsenal is their goalkeeper choice. So don't have a number one. I'm they... not say number one is. But you know. Martinez is still playing a lot. Martinez doesn't play yeah, for Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Aston Villa yeah, he plays for Aston Villa now. Come on, Costa. Martinez is the top scoring goalkeeper in FPL. At Wait, the who's the second goalkeeper for Arsenal? I don't know. Just Leno? I missed this completely. Oh, yeah, okay, but, yeah, but you missed you missed Glenn Murray, your favourite player. Yeah, not that's play, quite not sad. That's, that's, that's quite the, sad. That's yeah, actually that's quite sad. Anymore. Well, he's so, in, he, he plays in my heart, so mm-hmm. it's, it's it's enough for me. Plays anymore. Speaking of strikers that have missed, uh, Mitrovic again, one nil Wolves vs Fulham. Uh, I took him out because I knew that this was not going to be good. So uh, putting him in as. Uh, but he did nothing. I had Podence back in, but he didn't do a lot either. I think that might just be a blip. Uh, Dendokras is Neto, goal scored. Is there anything much to talk about here? Not really. I mean, Wolves, Wolves bounced back. They got a win, but against a, a kind of Fulham that are not doing too well, then you'd expect them to do a bit better. Mm. One nil, a win's a win, but it's not really um, confidence building, is it? No. That's true. I mean, I think West Ham rattled the confidence out of them, hitting 4-0 last week. <laughs> so maybe that's the impact and then City the week before. But after the break, I'm hoping Jimenez does his thing and like just scores one goal a week and maybe doesn't assist to keep me happy and keep the points rolling. But one to shout out here is uh, Vinegre, who's chosen by quite a few play- uh, quite a few, quite a few people because it was a cheap choice and, and he was playing as the attacking left wing back. He's not playing with him anymore. He's joined Olympiacos for the, and on loan for the rest of the season. That's come in this, this evening. Mm-hmm. He is in my team, so I've got a problem there. But yeah. Should we move on to the next picture? Because yeah. this was a very interesting one. And it actually involves yeah. something I want to cover before that. Doherty, who's been an amazing asset last year. Done nothing. For Spurs. Got left out. Just, and he didn't even start. That's what I mean by left out. Yeah, it's just... It's just crazy. Really? Yeah, but you look at it. The, who did they bring in his place? Serge, or, or where are you? Scored one, made one. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's yeah. a right thing to do. No, for sure. I mean, he, I was so excited because Doherty was good, but I believe he wasn't proven in a way. You know, like he played for, for a good side, but I feel like that's what like he was missing to be like considered a good or like a high tier player. Play for like, you know, a really good team, Prove he can do it on that level as well. But for Spurs, he's not doing anything. But some other players did a lot for Spurs. So Son, other players. Son. I see what you did there, Kosh. Yeah, and let's talk, let's talk about Son a little bit. No. I had him in my team. I took him out Saturday morning about 20 minutes before the deadline because I saw somewhere that he was going to be fit, but I didn't trust him. And I put in uh, Barnes instead. So I thought a bit of extra money in the bank. I think, I think Luke done a similar sort of literally thing. Literally the same trade. <clears throat> I did Son for Havertz and while I'm kind of happy, but to be honest, moving out Son was, wasn't a mistake. But it was. <laughs> this is quite no, it was. no, you can't, you can't Statistically know. Statistically speaking, no, you can't know. You can't but, know, that's no, why. But, but you can't know what players can score four goals. Absolutely true, but at the same time, if you see a player being injured, you just you can't just you know keep him keep him there, hoping that he'll play. No, but I saw something that said suggested he would play, but like Luke said offline, 
was it a Mourinho mind game? You can't, mm-hmm. you know, you can't go along with things like that. So yeah. I got twitchy at the last minute and made a last minute decision and, and pulled him out. So that's yeah. why I'm not sold yet all about <sighs> moving Son out. Just, I just pulled out the last minute and it didn't pay well for me. But to be fair, the only reason I'm not sold in is... <laughs> excellent timing, Kostya. I pulled out the last minute, but you're not sold in. Uh, I'm not is that a headline for this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think we have one. Yeah. Is Hurricane. Hurricane? They're quite bad, apparently. Yeah, they, they cause some damage, as well as... As well as this man. As this man, who's scored two, two goals. Got an assist again. And got yeah. an assist again. How many assists is there now? Six for the season? A lot. Five or six, yeah. a lot. I think it might be six. A lot. And we're four games in. So the t- the, the, what's, the, what's he got to get to beat De Bruyne? 20, 21? He's well on track. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But like, and that'd be interesting if he gets that because he's not a he's not a playmaker by trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But as I said last time, people are missing out on, on him for some reason I don't understand. He has scored in since you know when the breaks. So he got injured last year. Then he uh, obviously recovered, and then the coronavirus break started. So since that break, he's been scoring in every game. That's how good he is. And people are just missing out on him. He's not even that expensive. He's like 10.5. Obviously, now he's a bit more expensive. But I'm so happy. He's been consistently getting points for me. And I'm just, I'm, I'm super happy to have him since game week one. I feel that's, that's, that's my differential this year. That's Kane, my, yeah. Harry he got Kane. three bonus points as well. He got a lot of points. Um, speaking of other people who lost a lot of points over the weekend. Every time I see this fixture, I... I feel like it didn't actually happen. Aston Villa 7, <laughs> 7, <clears throat> Liverpool 2. Does anyone want to try to explain what just happened? I yes, don't think I can. I think Spurs gave out their 7 up sponsorship to Liverpool. Can we go back to that last time? Ah, I remember like, I, from last year. I, we, we posted last year a 7 up, a seven up uh, post about Spurs when they lost 7 something to someone. 7 2 as well. I can't remember who. Munich. Okay. Um, I had ready to go on our Instagram at FPL Curry uh, an image of Spurs being sponsored by 7up again and so we posted this last year and I was waiting for the 7th goal to go in for Spurs and it didn't happen so I was a bit disappointed by that I'm sure Man United fans wasn't and I just wanted to add that part but let's go back to Villa Liverpool what happened? What did anyone is... watch it? I mean, yep. did, I mean no I mean did any Liverpool players watch it? <laughs> You look at that point, because people are bringing in Trent, Van Dijk, Robertson. That's, that's going to be in people's teams, for sure. Yeah. Me. Dan? Not in my team. Oh, no. I, I, had, I had two Liverpool defenders. And, I mean, I still scored quite a lot of points this week, but seeing Liverpool defence being all over the place, making mistakes, Adrian was just, was just terrible. It was but, yeah, but how long is Alisson out for? He's back on the 18th of November, apparently. So he's really? going to be out. Yeah, he's going to be out for another couple of games. So wow. would this happen this time last year? About the same time he last did. year, and we tipped getting getting Adrian as a replacement. I wouldn't do the same thing this no, year. No, he didn't do yeah. a lot. But, yeah, that but time, even yeah, but even with now, a back, even with a back four, it's like they're looking yeah. wobbly. Yeah, they are looking wobbly. I, I mean, like it. I mean, from a midfielder sort of captain perspective, I put the armband on Salah. He still scored two and he got a bonus point or two. So, I mean, from my points, it's okay. But when I look at that team generally, I got Trent at the back and he's he's taking seven million of my 
budget and I'm really reconsidering what 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 he's doing there in the squad. I, I kind of feel that Salah doesn't deserve those points if you're in a team that's losing 7-2. No. I know you do because he's FPL and you get points for scoring goals but it's, come on, you should sacrifice them give, them, give them to Jack Relish or something. <laughs> but we mentioned this last week as well, big John McGinn. <laughs> We've got another one. Is he big? He's Scottish. <laughs> but the one thing I would like to mention, though, is Ross Barkley. Doing bits. Do you know what? Fair play to him. Couldn't do a chance, though, could he? No, he could. I'm, I'm, that should have been Ruby on Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Is he on loan? Or... He, yeah, he's Barclay's on loan for the on season. The season. Okay. Yeah. No the option to buy. I want him back. The one other player you have to call out is Watkins. Like, come on. Three goals. Three goals and an assist. It's... How much is Watkins? Anyone going in his team? No, but I'm no. thinking about it. I have another question. I gotta replace How many of <laughs> you actually knew about him before this game? No, yeah, no, no. Come from Brentford, top score for Brentford, smashed yeah. it last year, linked to West Ham, scoring goals, scoring goals for fun. 5.9 million. And he puts three past Liverpool. Wow, you have him. Oh, and someone had him in this. Someone class. just no. revealed no, the no, trade. No, 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 someone no, just revealed the trade. Didn't job. have, but yeah. have now. Have now. It's, a, it's an interesting one. No, I, I, made, seven I made some, some rash decisions last night, considering there's international break coming up and anything could happen. Um, I, I moved my team around a little bit and I made free transfers. And one of them was taking out Werner and putting in Watkins. Because I saw him score two goals and I'd done it by that point. I yep. thought, this man can score. And yep. he's, he's proved himself before. I looked at Aston Villa's form and their fixtures. And their form has been awesome. They've been playing. They've been playing off the park. One thing I would shout out about a Villa manager: he's brought in Matty Cash from uh, Nottingham Forest. He's brought in Ollie Watkins from Brentford, uh, and then another couple of players who I can't really remember at the moment. But he's bringing in people from the Championship that are kind of young and hungry and proven, and they're and they're, they're doing a job so far. Mm. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't think this was a the Villa team from last season, that mm. The one thing I would like to mention, then going back to Big John again, <laughs> is. For the last two game weeks, he scored 10 points consistently, and he is a cheap player to pick up. Costa, Ben Jeffers, how much is Big John McGinn? Because last game week, he got two assists. This game week, he bags an assist, bags a goal. Begins 5.5 in the midfield. My goodness, that's cheap. 5.5 midfielder. 22 points already, well. 22 points already. Well, their next fixture is about is against Leicester. So. But wouldn't you rather go for, for Grealish, though? He's got 35. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, how do you feel about Grealish? Is he as big as... I don't big? really want to talk about Grealish, to be fair, because I did have him in the squad up until a certain point. I decided that he wasn't fit for the squad, and now I'm backtracking. So. 24 points against Liverpool. That's horrendous. <laughs> One interesting point here is the, the fifth top-scoring midfielder at the moment is Georgina, at 5.1 million. Wow. It's so, the penalties. Yeah, I, really, I really hope that... Um, I, you know what? I like him. He does. He's not good in every game because he's quite slow. Mm-hmm. But when you watch him, he really dictates a play. And yeah, if there's a pen, he puts it in the back of the net. So if we can get through this deadline day, and that might be a segue to look at what's happening in the in the last hours of the transfer deadline day. But if Jorginho can stay, I think that's good. And maybe he might just be a filler for your team because Werner's getting nowhere near the pens, and either is Tammy. And Tammy tried to get yep. the penalty off him. I don't know Aspie if you saw didn't that. give it to him. And Captain Aspi pushed him away. Sit down, mate. And uh, Jorginho put it in the back of the net. Do you know one Chelsea asset I did bring in based on his performance was Mel? Because you look at the new signings that Chelsea had, they weren't really didn't doing anything. Did. No, he, he got didn't dropped. Get, he yeah. didn't even get a game. It's yeah. like the, 
the younger players getting game time, they're scoring goals, they're bagging points, and then I thought, do you know what, I'll take a punt, brought in Mount, he didn't even get a game. Mm. Mm. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the top scoring midfields at the moment, you've got Son, Salah, Grealish, Rodriguez, Jorginho, and then Bowen, which I mentioned before already, is 6.3 million. And, and I think he's one to watch. We've got a tough run of fixtures. I'm saying this as a West Ham fan, for sure. But we've got a tough run of fixtures, but from what I've seen, it doesn't really matter what you put in front of us. Yeah. Tottenham, City and Liverpool. But it's quite strange. There's a lot of goals this season. I don't know if it's no crowd and people are just going ham or what it, what it is. But I, I don't remember a season like this for quite some time. I mean, obviously there's no fans, but like there are so many goals and so many upsets. I... Again, we talked about stacking the midfield and putting your forwards up front. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, it's just, it's just there's, there's not there's that many clean shoots, and like there's that. just pe- there's points in the midfield and the front. It could be quite an interesting one, actually, because uh, the breaking news that Ben just mentioned is that Mourinho could be about to land a defender. Who yeah, from Swansea, be? Joe Rondon. Yeah. West Ham have been linked with him, but we've been linked with every centre half in the in the country and maybe <laughs> even Europe. And we desperately need somebody who doesn't know that's coming. He could be going for top to Tottenham uh, for 18 million, but it's, it's in discussion. I've seen uh, a Chelsea fanboy over here. I've seen uh, Milan are really interested in signing Rudiger. Rudiger, yes, I have seen that. And again, West Ham were linked with Rudiger as well, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Rudiger so. hasn't played a single minute this season under Frankie, so I think it will just be a lone move, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see. So another break Newcastle. Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle just, just signed a 21 year old Peruvian midfielder, um, Rodrigo. He looks like he should work in a phone shop. Oh, I used to work in a phone shop. That's why he looks like you. I didn't look like that. <laughs> Looked much worse. Um, but he will initially join up with the under 23s though, so will he get a first team start? I don't know. In, in, in terms of starting and other breaking news, I mean, Alex Tellers uh, has apparently just completed a move to United. That's uh, quite exciting, I think. Four year deal. And then apparently he know I want to sign uh, Cavani on a free before the 11 p.m. deadline. So is, that, is that desperation? I think, I think it might be. Cavani's. I mean, he's good. quality. Like, yeah, he's for good. sure. He's, proven, he's, he's but he's, what 32, something like that. Yeah, I, I think United is having the a worst, yeah. the worst transfer break ever. But, and I'll explain why. I can explain why. Okay. So, so they didn't get Sancho. Um, the end. No, actually, no. <laughs> Getting Sancho is probably a mistake as well. Look at this. They have uh, Martial, they have Rashford, they have uh, Bruno Fernandes. They are apparently going to get another striker. They have Mason Greenwood as well. They have so many people who are just willing to, you know, be up front, make those, you know, attacking moves and everything. And at the same time, their backline literally has a fridge. A walking fridge. (laughs) Uh, walking. Uh, no, literally walking. Yeah, but I'm not sure if he walks. He kind of moves quite slowly. So. I think, I think Bailey, who was his uh, his uh, partner in crime, well, is just like moving him. That's why Bailey is not doing anything because he has to like make sure, make sure, make sure the make sure the fridge. Now look at this. Wait, wait, wait. Like, no, I just want to get you on the subject of fridges because uh, the, there's a the famous fridge made called Smeg. And it just comes to my, come to my mind that Harry, Harry Maguire is now smeg. <laughs> so, what happens next? You have Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who's been amazing for Palace, does nothing. They get another attacking fullback, Alex Telesh, who is also... Who was getting, let's say, if he was in, in, in fantasy football, he'd only, he'd only be getting points for uh, penalties and free kicks. 
because he's really good at, at uh, set pieces. He's really good at set pieces. So they're adding another set piece specialist to a team full of attacking threats, and their backline is still terrible. So in my opinion, United is like basically an American company right now, which is just made to make money and football's that. Well, it's, it's selling shirts. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, West, Luke just showed me something off, offline again, and it's about Felipe Anderson possibly being linked away. Because we were in the same place, again, as a West Ham fan. We're, like I said this last week, we've got eight, eight attacking wingers, Yarmolenko, Anderson, Lanzini, all good quality, but they all sat on a bench doing nothing. Yeah. We've yeah. got like 100 million. 100 bench. grand a week or whatever per player. I want to bring this back to Liverpool because what happened with their game, if you look at their bench, they haven't got a lot there. Nope. It's no, thin. they don't. No, they and don't. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some articles come up to Liverpool need to strengthen. Yeah, they do for sure. They've got Milner, Henderson, and a couple of the youngsters who I've not even heard of, to be honest, Minamomo and, and Oligi. And it's, it's not much so going the, on. It's the, quality. The two signings that will help them with that depth is Jota and Thiago. Now, Thiago is a beast, but he got COVID, so he's out for two weeks or whatnot. Um, Jota, you saw last night, actually was quite soft. I know he scored on his debut, but he's looking a little bit soft on the wings, and I don't know if they're trying to do a league run and a Champions League run. I don't know, I don't know if that's the right... They also got some random Asset. Greek guy. A what? They also got some random Greek defender. Yeah, he's a backup for Robertson at left back, so I think he's doing the cup runs and whatnot. So, yeah. The question is if Robertson is also Scottish. Is he as big as Big McGinn? He's not as big as Big John McGinn. But there's an interesting one. Uh, Walcott with a potential move back to Southampton. How do you feel about that, Dan? Disappointed because I, I like Darren Walcott. Like, I watched him play in Arsenal. He, he, you've got to give it to him. He was a playmaker in Arsenal. And then he went over to Everton. Okay, so it's kind of a, no disrespect to Everton, it's kind of an end of career signing for him. But now going off to Southampton, it's... It's 7.07 in, in uh, Czech Republic. Manchester United have literally just confirmed signing of Alex Tellis. It's there been confirmed. Go. What there a signing that is. He's a left back. He is a left back. Yep. He's left back. And it's just... To replace Luke Shaw. It's just stupid. It's not stupid. Come on. That's United a great signing for United. You, yeah, to sell shorts, not to play football. Yeah, but he's better than Luke Shaw. If you put those two up together, who would you rather have at the back? Okay, you now, now they'll have two players to carry the fridge behind them. <laughs> so what as long have? as the fridge is there, they will not get results. They need to get rid of the fridge. But they're, so, not getting any, they're not getting anywhere near 18 million for what they pay for him, so he's there for a while. They're stuck with the fridge. Uh, you, you spoke about fridges, but I thought about, uh, is this signing worth selling jerseys for, or is this signing actually good? Um, apparently, Thomas Partey from Atletico yeah. Madrid, yeah. 45 million move for Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal don't that. spend that much money, usually, and it's usually, if they do, for someone half decent. So. Well, I think that name is worth it alone. Everyone wants to have a party. But he's a holding <laughs> mid. So I've, I've, I've seen Partey He's a holding mid. He's okay. a holding mid. Okay, so. so I think Arsenal are bringing in more of a defensive midfield. They've got, they've got attacking assets, and I think they're, they're bringing I had more him in my ultimate team on FIFA. He's actually a beast. But I just realized something. If, if Arsenal buys Pookie, so they have an official actual Pookie party. They could. Oh. Yeah. Imagine your sister Nicole is Pookie party. Oh, I love that. If I'm a chairman, I'm getting on the fax machine because all these transfers still go, go through on fax in 2020. Like they I don't used go to sell email. faxes. <laughs> you used sell fax machines that did not exist, but it's a separate topic. I really would just be trying to organize a Pookie party in my team. That would just be a meme forever. It's unreal. It's worth it for the shirts alone. It really is. I think that's about it for transfers at the moment. There might be more coming in a little bit later. 
yeah, which so. we been... may or may not speak about in our Instagram. That's true. That's true. So if you don't follow us, yeah, what at FPL Curry, correct. Without any additional things back to it, I so, learned. So we've got an international break coming up. That's that's a bit depressing, isn't it? Yeah. But it gives us a chance to go to IKEA and do some housework and spend time with your family. They're actually decent humans. Points. I've actually talked to them on the international breaks. They're not bad. Buy some brownie points. Yeah. yeah. Buy some brownie points for next upcoming game weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But then when we come back, there are some games. There are some games. There are which games. Is good. And the first game of the week is just, I mean, mouthwatering. I think that game will actually show who has it. If Liverpool just had the it will day. show who's built the character. That's exactly. Right. Do you know what builds character? Scoring three Liverpool. points. Everton and Liverpool scoring three points each. What? <laughs> More teams are winning this year, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Everton, Liverpool. I mean, um, we can't call it, of course. I can, and I will. It's going to be a two-one win for Everton. Liverpool. And James Rodriguez will do amazing. And the only reason why I'm telling you is because I have him in my team. It's because so the right. side's blue. Yeah. Yeah. That Saturday is worth taking the day off for just to watch football. You don't work on Saturday, Saturday, so you have got the day off already. No, the day off from your missus. Chelsea's out there. After. I want to be single for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then City Arsenal at 6.30 as well. That's a decent, decent fixture. Yeah, but what about Chelsea? You, you're skipping one here. You've got Chelsea, Chelsea Southampton. Timo's staying in. You know what he's going to do? He's going to go with Alberts on his Germany break, score four goals. He's going to get come COVID. and get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Might be good for him, give him some time out. So this is news that's coming in. United are in talks about recalling Chris Smalling back from the squad after his performance. Recalling Chris Smalling? Because at Roma, you've got to give it to him. At I, Roma, heard he Roma. I heard he's going back to Roma. So they're looking at potentially recalling him. He's been at Roma on, on loan for the season. He did absolutely bits for them. Yeah. They're looking at recalling him yeah, based on the squad that they have right now. Well, do you reckon United could keep a clean sheet against Newcastle in the next fixture? Do you reckon it's possible? Do you reckon Wilson will just do bits here? I reckon he's going to destroy their back line. <laughs> right now, honestly. They, but if they get Smalling back, that's another player who can potentially get his fridge. <laughs> So, uh, what's your game plan here? That we get like 10 men behind the fridge? <laughs> yeah, so remember how I said I need Slips 11... are quite heavy. Remember how I said I need 11 Bissumas to win Champions League, right? I actually think you can have 10 Bissumas and a fridge and you can still win Champions League. And that's because how good Bissuma is. And they will be playing against Palace, who is... which... They're not doing very good at the moment. Zaha is again apparently in talks about leaving the club as he is every single time. I think Bissomas will score. Well, I left nine points on my bench last time, so maybe it's worth it. I'm just looking at a picture of a snake fridge. That was Harry Maguire. The one question I do have to ask, it's the second last, last feature fixture. I'm having a stroke off next week. Well, West Ham do, do something. Can you not do that in front of us? That's Can you wait true. till you get home to have a stroke? <laughs> Will West Ham... Off your smack fridge. <laughs> ...deliver any type of bits against Spurs? I don't know. Because, look, you confuse me. You've gone all over the place with these fixtures, and I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> I skipped the boring ones. <laughs> West Brom Burnley. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Burnley, you're going to go down this season. No. I, Sean Dyke? Yeah, well, he'll go with them. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe not. It is, yeah. Well, Gareth Bell will return. Oh. I would love to see it. But I don't think it's going to really matter. 
I would love to see Garis Bellet left back against Yarmolenko at right mid and have this Welsh Yarmolenko doesn't play at West Ham, he doesn't get game time. We we've we've found our lineup and he's not part of it. We want to ship him off to China and cash out. Hopefully that will happen today. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'll make a statement. By next game week um, I will have I will, be I will have a dream team of actual fantasy football players you need to have. Or I'll post it to Instagram or something. Real fantasy. And I already have Bissoma there, Yarmolenko's there. How many of those are going to be Ukrainian, Kostya? Uh, unfortunately, there's only two Ukrainians in... Um, but he'll adopt Bissoma and, and make him Ukrainian. I'll make Bissoma Ukrainian, I don't care, but look at I'll this. I'll make you Ukrainian. Just, just imagine, just imagine this. Have you got any Ukrainian side here? Just oh. imagine this. You, you have Glenn up? Murray up front. And you have from what? You have to bring him back from Doesn't what? matter. You have Yarmolenko and Bissoma to deliver the balls to the Lord himself. And... Just that the front three is I, just... I, I think we are taking fantasy football to a new level here and this is something that should be contained across his bedroom. I want to cover a couple of games here though, Luke. You, you jumped over like about 87 of them. Leicester and Villa, I think is one we should give a shout out to. Yeah, Barnes better do something. Thanks for your input there. I was hoping for a bit more, but if that's all we got, I know beer is important. <laughs> Wipe it from your beard and speak some more. Barnes needs to score points. Please. What about Jamie Murney? Was it just a one-off bad performance from him? He'll come I mean, it wasn't a bad performance. This is the thing. It wasn't a bad performance from him. We, had, we owned him. Leicester were our bitches for that game. There's no two ways around it. And uh, I don't know if the, you know, I don't talk positively about West Ham. I'm realistic. But it was phenomenal what I saw. Just imagine if Yarmolenko was there as well. Yeah, we'd be so much worse. <laughs> It'd be like 5-0. I'm sure Yarmolenko would participate in like at least two goals. We talked about the possibilities of United keeping a clean sheet against Newcastle. Who knows? Wilson might do bits. And uh, the, the most boring game of the game week is Sheffield United and Fulham. I think, I think that's so boring it shouldn't even exist. Exactly. West Brom and Burnley. Burnley going down is not a bad shout. They've lost three already and they don't really look like they have anything. They don't. Um, if you look at Burnley's lineup, I've, I've done this a few times, looked at the lineups. Like, it's they, average. They, they just seem like people you meet in a pub. Yeah. He knows, oh, oh, Dave, I've got, big, 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 I've got Big Pete coming in, he's a bit late, I mean, and, you know, and then Phil coming in, he's, but he's on, he's on the night shift tonight, so he'll be a bit late. <laughs> Sunday and, and this, this seems Sunday late. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's a feel that, that, that I get from Burnley, and, and Sean Dyke's done amazing there for, for a couple of uh, years, but I don't think his voice can take it much more. <laughs> he sounds like he's swallowed a hedgehog. Or a fridge. Or a refrigerated hedgehog. Mm. Going on to the next one, City. Arsenal. I think we covered it already. But when Luke was jumping between dimensions, you know what? I think that's going to be, be that's going to be an interesting one because we've said it week over week. Man City haven't performed. They're going to have to prove it next week. They're going to have to prove it next week. Pep is really on the lines at the moment. He's going to have to pull something out of the bag this week. Mm-hmm. And against Arsenal, he's not going to have an easy game. Has he got it in the bag though to pull it out? I don't think he does. Are they going to start make a signing to, to try and fix this? They're yeah, going to have to. Like we said, we said it before. They haven't got a striker. Both their strikers are out. One of the kind of holding mid who can go forward is out as well. So they've got nothing. They've got no depth in their squad at all. If you look at the price of their squad, if you look at them last season, the depth they had in their squad, they let so many of their good players go as well. Now they've got nothing. Okay, you, you've got some of the younger youth talents coming in, but as a squad, they can't merge together because you've got so many good players that play in the same position. So you've got like, don't get me wrong, you've got Sterling, really good going down the wing. Um, yeah, you but can't always the same thing, you've got like eight attacking midfielders yeah. and you can't play more than once. 
But then you've got no actual centre forward. Exactly. So you push, you're pushing your attacking midfielders out onto the wings. You're pushing wingers up into striking positions. It's not positions they're comfortable in. And it's quite clear because they're not scoring goals. It's a shame because they are not really paid enough to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I've, I do feel for them. Maybe they should speak, speak to somebody at Citizens of the Press. Yeah, they need, they need that word of pep. But it's going to be an interesting one. Costa, what do you reckon about the next one? Palace Brown. Mm. No Glen Murray. Bisuma. Yeah, you're just saying the players. Bissouma will just Zaha. will do bits, and then on top of that, Maupai guys bit, doing bits could include running onto the field with an axe. Yep, potentially. <laughs> does also that get keep you points? No, no. Depends what kind of fantasy you're in. Mm. But you know what does get you points? Zaha and Townsend linking up and putting three past Brighton. He covers Spurs <clears> best there, and I, I, I don't know how I feel about. We'll see what happens. Gareth Bell could be coming back. Uh, certainly leaders one game to get through. But before we do that one game to get through, Luke, one of your players has just gone. Who? Rudiger? Becca Yoko. Oh. <laughs> AC Milan? No, yeah. Napoli. Ah, Napoli. Oh. Justin. Does this mean Koulibaly may potentially go somewhere else? Was he out of uh, usual suspects? I know that City... Um, and Napoli have a really bad relationship because, like, on the eve of Jorginho going to City, Chelsea come in for like an extra two, three million or something for the agent, and they gazumped him. So no, I don't think Kudabali's going anywhere. Um, Bakayoko, but see you later. He he is he's worse than the fridge. He's so bad at moving. He's forward. a tire. He's a tire. Yeah, Bakayoko tires. Oh, Bakayoko Homa tires. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea's so. Chelsea's previous sponsor. Is there any other transfers left? Is there anything else? We got four four hours till the deadline day? Yeah, anything could happen. West Ham is still linked with loads of people here and there. We're, we're kind of desperate to get a, get a fullback, uh, not a fullback, a, a centre-back. And I can't see it happening. We're linked with people all over the place. And I keep seeing them go to another club. So maybe not there, which gives us one signing. Who's a quality one, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exposed. So yeah, lot- it gives us one more fixture to talk about. Leeds Wolves. Mm. I think this game will have seven goals scored. You say that about all the Leeds games. You you made a claim two weeks ago. Statistically, maybe weeks ago. Leeds has participated in seven goals more than any other team in the league. So I'm not sure if that's true anymore. I, I have Dan here to back me up with questionable stats. Basically. That's too questionable for me. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that over questionable stats area, as well as editing. So I have. Two pieces, I'm responsible. So you just do a voiceover and wait down and say, yes. <laughs> you got Jimenez, Rodrigo, potentially Potence, and we talked about Bamford last week. Yep. So that's maybe an option going forward. Kalish as well, Costa. Mm-hmm. Decent aspect. Costa. So. So Costa, wrapping things up. Um, guys, thank you very much. That's really creepy. I'm not sure if we'll be back next week. We might give ourselves a week off for the international break and with, mm. with COVID being a bit crazy all around the world. Um, but if we are back, then we'll be back. And if we're not, then we'll, we'll be, back. be back the week after. Stay safe. Don't forget to wrap it up. 